All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Insight with Earth show. So today we have another special episode. And I think I probably say that about every episode that I start out with, especially because, look, at this point, everything is special, especially when it's your second episode, right? But seriously, today's episode is one that I have been getting bombarded with. Um, as you know, I have a TikTok. I know that TikTok right now is under a lot of heat. Um, I've been getting a lot of messages from friends, other influencers asking me, what do you think is going to happen with TikTok? Do you think it's going to go under? Do you think it's actually going to continue? Do you think it's going to get banned here like it did in India? And so I wanted to talk about not just what my thoughts are on TikTok, what's the future of TikTok, but also if you are a business owner or if you are an influencer, someone who earns a living, kind of like what I do over social media and just putting yourself out there or maybe even promoting your products, then obviously the tips that I'm going to share with you today is absolutely crucial if you are looking to survive this next wave of what's happening regarding um, you know, social media and just the heat that is under because we already know what's been happening with Facebook and just some of the bands that they've been having, not really the bands, but some of the uh, some of the companies that have, have been pulling out from wanting to market on their platforms because we do know that it's election year and Facebook has gone through its own trial and tribulations when it comes to elections and politics, kind of like what's been going on with Twitter and President Trump, right? And so just some quick stats that I, I wrote down here that I want us to note about TikTok is TikTok is a powerful app. I mean, it's been downloaded 1.5 billion times. There's over 800 million active users on there. Uh, not to mention it's in over 154 countries and it's been translated into 39 available languages. On top of that, we have that it was only it really only took 200 days to develop. We know that its predecessor, which was musically developed back around 2014, was kind of like the shell to what we know TikTok to be today. And by the way, you do not need to just dance on TikTok in order for you to have a uh, really a powerful reach. And I think I've done a pretty good job of doing that myself. I have over 60,000 followers. Shameless plug. Don't want to brag. But what I am saying is that if you are able to actually provide information that people want to see, you don't have to dance if you don't want to. I don't think I put up a dancing video on TikTok until I hit, what, 10,000 followers, which wasn't even hard to do. Um, but when it comes to TikTok, we do know that it has been banned um, from India. We know that India has over 119 million users and so why do we say that we say that because if you know the logistics of tiktok then you understand that it actually plays a huge role in the way that you develop an audience um, right now there's really been a, a big issue with tiktok possibly getting taken away from the us i know that some of you guys are talking about changing your vpn to maybe Canada or maybe going into your settings on Apple and switching over from the US location to the Canadian location. You didn't hear from me, but if you actually wanted to try that, let me know how it goes because I've actually been seeing that. And so I'm curious to see how that actually works out. But in regards to TikTok actually going away, I know that half of you guys listening to me right now are like, well, that's why I didn't bother with it, right? Okay, well, possibly so. But then the other half of you guys are maybe thinking, well, this is how I've been able to groom my business and this, and this is how I've been able to put out my content and get hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views. 
I'll use myself as an example because I'm going to pick on myself on this episode. I think that there's no better example than using yourself as an example, especially through your through your failures or if something's actually worked for you. I would put out a piece of content on YouTube, which was almost like a piece of that content that I put up on YouTube. I would condense it and then put it on TikTok. Okay. So once I crossed over and I started putting information on TikTok about what I talk about business, um, some of you guys know me about the stimulus checks. Some of you guys know me for some of my reaction videos that I do. But when I actually crossed over and started putting that information on there, I noticed that the same video that would only get, and this was a few months back, we're talking March, April, the same video that would only take maybe 500, maybe a thousand views on Instagram to maybe 300 views on YouTube because YouTube is way harder to get views on. You guys know that. That same video on TikTok would get 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 views within an hour, which I thought was crazy. And it wasn't just the views because I know that, I know that at first I thought, okay, well, surely these these must be bots, right? So I'm thinking these must be bots. And then I started noticing that people started hopping over to my Instagram. And then I started noticing that my Instagram account started growing, but then I also started noticing that my YouTube account started growing. I think that my first 5,000 subscribers, if not 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, they all came from TikTok. And again, they were looking for the piece of information that I provided on TikTok, but I would say, hey, if you guys want the full scoop on this, go ahead and head over to my YouTube. Now that's free game for you guys that are watching if you're a content creator, where you're not just putting all of your eggs in one basket. One thing that Gary Vee posted this week, which I absolutely enjoyed, where he was asked, if TikTok were to go away, what would you do? And he says, well, first of all, I wouldn't even panic. And I'm paraphrasing this, by the way. He says, look, I wouldn't even panic because if TikTok were to actually go away today, I don't have all of my eggs in one basket. And I think that, I think that's so crucial because Half of the people that I talk to, they say, well, that's why I didn't bother with TikTok because I knew that this was going to happen, right? Like it's been banned. It hasn't been banned yet, by the way. But if it were to get banned, they're saying, well, you know, thank God I didn't spend any time on it. The other half of people that I talk to are saying, dude, this is like my lifeline. This is how I earn a living. This is how I earn an income. There's two issues that I see with that. We'll start off with the first one. If you are the person saying, well, this is why I didn't bother with TikTok, you're kind of missing the boat here because there's always going to be something new coming up. There's always going to be a new piece of technology coming up, whether it's in a form of an app or in a form of a website that if you, again, if you're just consuming content, then you can go ahead and exit out the video right now, unless you want it to continue to listen, then you could. But if you're actually a content creator or you have a business or you sell merch and you use TikTok as your sole business then you are in trouble because you haven't diversified yet look we can break it down however you want 20 percent for facebook 20 percent for instagram 20 percent for tiktok maybe 10 percent twitch and then another 20 30 percent on youtube however that math breaks down right until it gets to 100 or oh, maybe another 10 or 15 percent on twitter you've now diversified and so now if a platform were to shut down well it doesn't necessarily affect you but if you are on the opposite side and you say, well, that's why they didn't bother with it. Again, if you are a if, if you're a consumer of content, then it doesn't really matter. But if again, you're a business owner, if you're someone that's trying to build a brand, then it does matter because if you don't take advantage of how low the margins are for how much content you can put out, the amount of attention that you get on that platform bef before it gets saturated, before the amount of people actually know about it. And before ad revenue starts to attack it, 
Well, that allows you to get pretty much free views or at least low cost views that would cost you way more money trying to run ads on Google, that would cost you way more money trying to run ads on Facebook. And so now what do you do with that audience? You've cultivated them, they like you, they like what you stand for, they like your message, whether you're a cooking channel, whether you are, whether you braid hair, whether you do makeup, um, whether you repair computers or you are a computer hacker and you have your little hacker academy that you've maybe started a school on, now you can transfer them over to your other platforms. Here's what happens. If you don't actually take the initiative to speak on those platforms, well, you never get discovered. I know a lot of people that were quote unquote no ones in the social media world, but now on TikTok, they have over 5 million followers. I'm sure that you guys know Charlie D'Amelio. She's up and coming. I can name a few guys and gals that were there technically no ones in the Instagram or the Facebook or the YouTube world, but they've done a great job of now transferring that audience over to their YouTubes and over to their Instagrams and vice versa. As other things come up, you can continue to do that. Look, the reality is that Instagram isn't going anywhere because Instagram is owned by Facebook. YouTube is not going anywhere because YouTube is owned by Google. And when I say isn't going anywhere, at least right now in the foreseeable future, we know that Twitch isn't going anywhere because Twitch is owned by Amazon. And so now that you have these platforms, which I call the pillars or the columns, what can you file in between or what can you put in between those columns to get some recognition and to ultimately drive traffic back into those bigger sources if that's where you want to go ahead and grow your audience? Now, three takeaways that I would give you from this episode if I were growing my brand right now is this. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitch, whether it's YouTube, because you never know if maybe ad revenue changes for those platforms or the algorithm changes. And now your videos went from getting a million views to maybe 10,000 views or you maybe ad revenue or, or maybe to be able to put ads on there instead of it being, let's say, a dollar twenty five cost per lead. It's now two dollars and sixty five cents. So now your margins get squeezed. So that's the first thing. Don't put your all your eggs in one basket Two. When you join each of these different platforms, it shows you a different way to communicate with the people that you're trying to get a message across with. For example, on YouTube, it's a much longer, uh, much more detailed message that you're trying to get across, kind of like what I'm doing with my podcast, where if you're listening to this right now, it's probably because you're like me, where you can actually sit down and listen to a whole episode, whether it's in one and a half speed, two speed, whatever it is, but you want as much information as you can. If you are on, let's say, TikTok, then you know that the message that will usually take a 20 minute video or a 20 minute podcast, you try to get a sound bite out of it, which is a little hook that would drive traffic to your other channels because they say, okay, this guy or this girl, they're pretty cool. I like what they say. I like what they stand for. I can vibe with them. So that, that's my second takeaway is learning how to communicate on different platforms. And then the third takeaway that I would, that I would really hold true to myself from this um, episode today would be don't just rely on being one type of person or one type of marketer or one type of uh, a, a business model. Here's what I mean. It's different from providing a different message. When you're on Instagram, show them a different side of you that they wouldn't necessarily be able to see on TikTok. When you're on TikTok, it's a little bit more lightweight. It's a little bit more humor. You can be a little bit more laid back and not get judged as hard as you would let's say on a podcast when it's a little bit of a more serious tone because people that are li usually listening to podcasts, they are looking to learn something. But on TikTok, you're, it's a little bit of edutainment, a little bit of education and a little bit of entertainment. At least that's how I built my brand on TikTok. 
when you're on YouTube, same thing goes. Unless you are a prank channel, usually people go on YouTube to learn something. That's why they call it YouTube University. It's really the how-to. It's the biggest how-to, which I thought at one point TikTok would surpass it uh, before this whole ban thing came up um, in terms of how many people would actually go on TikTok to learn something. But with YouTube, it is YouTube University, still is. Facebook, we already know that's where mom and dad hangs out. Grandparents, we still love them. We still tag them on a few posts so that they don't forget to see their grandkids or whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. I think that I, I covered all of my points today for you guys. Look, don't forget to transition, transition, transition in between each of these social media platforms. Nothing's worse than getting stuck, becoming a one-dimensional business person becoming a one-dimensional influencer becoming a one-dimensional entrepreneur use all of them to your advantage learn your style of communication on each of them give people a different side of you on each of them that way they feel they're like they're ultimately more connected with you and if you are not let's say consuming content or if you're not putting out content creating content and you are on the consumer side of listening uh not just a podcast but watching these videos then you can maybe take away a thing or two from the way that some of these people have been able to build large businesses and grow their platforms to the audience that they have now and so i hope that you guys enjoyed this segment today don't forget, if you are watching this in podcast form, you can check out the video formats on my Insights with Irv YouTube channel. My main channel is just Irv Official. I'll go ahead and drop the links down below. And I also want to thank our sponsors and our friends over at Amazon's Audible that have made it super convenient and easy for all of our listeners and our official community to get a free month with them as well as a free audiobook. So I will drop that link down below as well. Once again, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today of the Insight with Irv show. Until next time, everyone, we'll see ya.